Welcome to Chatting with Fit Accompli. I'm your host, Logan Wolf, and today I'm joined by my good friend, Scott Jacobson. Hello! And Michael Hanna. Hello. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about... Uh... uh you already uh, forgot. Political. Good one. Political. 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 Uh, He's checking his oh, Rolodex of political things uh, that he Political, um... <clears throat> uh, relating to the reasons. government or the public affairs of a country. Do think about that? Think about that. <clears throat> there we go. I'm counting that. I. <laughs> That's your homework. He's counting about yeah. that. I'm and then at the it. end of the episode, we're going to quiz you. Yes. So we're actually I'm talking to you, by the way, Michael. We're going to quiz you. Yeah. Uh oh. Specifically, idiot. We, I wasn't we paying attention. Uh oh. <laughs> Uh, so on today's episode, we're going to go ahead and talk about, this is going to be a really self-indulgent episode. <laughs> we're going to be talking about, uh, yeah, we're going to talk, we're going to be talking, are we going to, we're not going to be talking at all, our picks for game of the year for the past 13, 13 years. 14 years. So from 2007 to 2020, boom. That's what we're doing today. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of us talking about games. Yeah. We did what our Game of the Year episode games. for 2021 a couple months ago, but that leaves a lot of years without our artificial uh, artificial listings going on here. And so we thought, let's add some artificial listings to all these years. Without I thought the they fadies. could escape just by being in the past. Welcome to the Fadies. And it has just as much relevance and meaning as the Game Awards. Hey, hello, everybody. Welcome yeah. back. <laughs> Came back from the store. All right, so we're going to start out. Mm, just kicking right off. Just mm, Sorry, I'm punching. That's not kicking. Mm. Go fish. We're going to start off with 2007. Oh, we're going back, back to wanna... the beginning. Oh, we're going forward. It's yeah. okay. Yeah, we're go- yeah, that's, yeah. 2007 was a buster year. For it games. really was. It was a fat year. <laughs> I'm pre- it has a whole Wikipedia article on it. It was such a big year. It really was. There's too much. There too really much, is too much in this year. Just going down this list, there's so many games that are considered classics even to this day. Uh, Bioshock came out, the original Assassin's Creed, the original Mass Effect, Portal came out, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 4, Crisis, Super Mario Galaxy, Uncharted, Drake's Fortune, Ratchet & Clank, Future Tools of Destruction, Halo 3, Crackdown, the first Team Stalker, Fortress Team Fortress 2. Yeah. FIFA 08? This was a name <laughs> of games that people played. Oh my goodness. The first Witcher? Yeah, the first Witcher. Because yeah. <sighs> there's God. such variety, too. I, I, Half-Life 2? Oh, Episode 2 came out. Okay. Darkness, Persona 3. I didn't really care about Persona 3. I'll be I can talk about mine if you want. I'm just going to go for it. Go for my it. 2007 pick would have to be the first Uncharted Drake's Fortune. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Uncharted games. Uh, I didn't play it in the 2007. Or <laughs> probably didn't play it until a few years later. But uh, I don't know. Kind of like it was a new adventure action uh, franchise that just kicked off and uh, it exploded being really popular. And I thought, you know, it was that cool mix of like treasure hunter, but then towards the end of the game, there's like that supernatural aspect, which was kind of a twist I wasn't expecting. Uh, and yeah, it was just all around very fun game that uh, I enjoyed. 
it's interesting pick because personally i think uncharted uh, the first uncharted is one of the worst games that naughty dogs ever put out <laughs> yeah, you really <laughs> yeah well it, there's it's a, just a lot of like awkwardness with it uh, this was 2007 we were just figuring out hd technology but it's yeah. not even really like a graphics thing it's obviously graphics were prioritized but if you go back to the, the first water. uncharted the water looked great honestly i played the demo and the water floored <laughs> me i can't talk enough about that water maybe another episode all about it <laughs> all but the there's just a lot of really this. awkward stuff because we were trying to do graphics back then the camera is if you go back the camera is awful it's never aiming where you want it to aim the melee is so confusing like they tried to the make a combo a system yeah. and they did that brutal combo yeah, yeah it was a lot right you have to time the combo but it's also the slowest combo in the universe and other enemies are very impolite and will continue shooting you <laughs> uh, but the game also runs like garbage honestly it's like 30 frames motion blurred up the ass uh, yeah but we gotta look back i mean this is back at 2007 so 30 frames i mean now yeah 30 frames it's, it's true like, oh no my michael God, my eyes no, we didn't know i'm, I'm looking at it from my <laughs> back in 2007 i could dream in right. 120 right. fps and i knew what games should look like exactly right. but i also couldn't tell where people were shooting from back then because they didn't actually have like trails behind the bullets so that was also annoying uh, but anyway good pick good pick michael <laughs> Thank you. Sorry, I just had to say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just obliterated your pick. Good pick. Good pick. Good, good pick, though. No, I do understand it. Michael, or not Michael. <laughs> Michael, go again. Scott, that's just interesting. Different strokes. Uh, meanwhile, I'll just say mine. My personal favorite of 2007. It's, it's difficult. There's a lot of good ones, but mine is still pretty easy, honestly. Bioshock, the original Bioshock. That's just a great game. It's one of the most transformative games for me personally. Like, like this is the game that really got me inspired to like, I want to write, I want to create for myself. I want to do something like this. The game, you can play it in a multitude of ways, but it still feels consistent in how the levels are laid out and how you can go about them. Uh, The big daddies are iconic as hell. They are so tense to fight against. Uh, If you're not playing uneasy, uneasy, it takes four shotgun shells. (laughs) But the atmosphere of the game is, unmatched in my opinion the main character of the game is rapture the game setting and it is incredible the detail the art style there's a real shattered utopia vibe about it combined with this cool like 60s under the sea vibe it's very atmospheric and the twist i won't spoil it but the twist is one of my favorites in gaming and that's not an unpopular opinion the yeah. ending is shit but uh, other thing other than that pretty good. yeah it's not great yeah <laughs> Terrible ending, but other than yep. that, pretty good. I still haven't finished that game. I still I, Michael, you finished Uncharted One, but not Bioshock, Michael. <laughs> yes, I. Have. I hate you. <laughs> um, so mine's going to be a bit of a controversial pick. My favorite game that came out in two thousand seven, obviously, wasn't. the B movie game. The B movie game is <laughs> my favorite game. My fa- oh, fuck, What's Master the Tech deal with that? Oh crap! So. I think overall, I think I have to agree that for Bioshock for me, but since Scott already said it, I'll try and give my number two. And I'm going to preface this. There's like <laughs> fifth, uh, like two. genuinely like 15 to 20 games on here that could be my number two. Like they're just all <laughs> so close. Um, <sighs> I don't know what to go with. <laughs> oh, he's stuck. Uh, you know what? Come over to Bioshock, Logan. It, that, well, no, that's the number one. I'm giving my number two. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's giving you his number. <laughs> so they're really close. I'll say for 2007. Attention. Drum roll, please. Uh, shit. <laughs> Uh, that's not a game that came out that you know what? Okay, try... we'll say we'll say Halo Three. We'll say Halo Three. I'm gonna go with Halo. Oh, 3. Halo Three. It was between, hey, well, Halo it was 3. between a it was between a bunch of games. I was gonna say Team Fortress Two because that's one of the few games from way back then that I'm still playing to this day, and I can continue still have enjoyment with. I mean, I would still enjoy Halo Three. In fact, I still do because it's a Master Chief collection. But mm-hmm. in terms of what I actually played back then, it would definitely be Halo Three for sure. Like that's just. It was great. The story was super fun. The multiplayer was super fun. The multiplayer for Halo 3 is iconic. Um, the story was really good. The ending was really awesome. Like I remember the Warthog, the last Warthog run at the very end of the game. That's one of the moments that always sticks out to me in my mind because it was so cool. And just having Halo's score is like just bar none. It's so good. And just like that is just, just mm. so I'm just going to say Halo 3. There, there's so many good contenders for that, but in terms of, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cheat and say it was like games that I was actually playing back then. I will say Halo Three. <laughs> oh, he's cheating now. Yep. Mm. I'm oh. not playing Michael. Yeah, yeah. This guy's like, I played the Euro. <laughs> I was there. I saw it in the beginning. All right. So, in summary, Call of Duty, best game of the year. Exactly. Best game of the year, always. You got it. All right, now <sighs> for the next 2008. 2008. <laughs> um, fuck, no here, not as good, good but pretty good. A lot of uh, a lot good, of contenders yeah. here for uh, for a lot of acclaim being thrown around here. Grand Theft Auto True. Four, Fallout Three, Metal Gear Solid Four, Dead Space, Little Big Planet, Call of Duty: World at War. There were other games other than Call of Duty, I'm sure. <laughs> I just didn't look at. Here's Awards for Resistance Two, Left for Dead. <laughs> Devil May Cry 4, Super Smash Bros. Brawl, Far Cry 2. I'm, I hate these early years. Hmm. Left 4 Dead came out in 2000. I, I hate these early years. I hate them. There's so many good games that came out. <laughs> the I hate games. this. I guess oh, I my go God. First yeah, someone else go first. Yeah, Michael, please. you're the guy who goes first. <laughs> I'm the guy. I started it first. Now I'm going to be stuck yep. every year going first. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, Bitch. So I think I'd probably... Out of the list, I would probably have to pick Left for Dead. I guess would be uh my my choice for it because that was a pretty fun co op zombie shoot 'em up. You know, it's true. Not quite as good Left for Dead two, but I mean that's why it's the two, and not the one. Yeah, yeah. But uh, You're right. No, we'll so I did that too. Two came out in two thousand nine <laughs> we, we as well. So <laughs> we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. One more year. But uh, <laughs> no, Left for Dead one was really fun. Uh, you know, it was a good co-op game. You know, the four-player co-op was really enjoyable to play, like, especially like couch co-op. I think I'd go to like a friend's house and we'd have all four of us playing it together in the same TV back in the in the good old days of couch co-op. <sighs> Those are the days. Yeah, yeah that was probably like, <laughs> a good memory of just playing all on the same screen. Four-player co-op of Left 4 Dead was a lot of fun. So that would be why I would pick it. And four players um, split screen. That's a blast from the past. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when it just became two. Yeah. Uh, okay, Scott, you're Mr. Middleman. 
All right. Okay. So I don't think I can pick anything from this list other than Little Big Planet. The first Little Big Planet was just such a, it, I don't know, it's a special game for me. It's a great game in its own right. The story campaign is obviously not very story y. It's only kind of campaign-y, but the levels are really well designed. A lot of cool secrets, uh, but it it really comes down to the co-op for me. Like this was a game that I played with both my sisters, which is there's like no other game in which that's happened. We just played through the levels again and again, uh, making up crazy costumes. Uh, sometimes even going into because you know obviously user generated content was a huge part of the game going in and just creating stupid things in levels like three rockets on a pig and just seeing how long you can hold on before it crashes into the ground. <laughs> it's just a, it's a fun, wholesome game. And I'd have nothing really more to say about that than that. It's just a, <laughs> it's a fun game. That's fine. Fun, and I miss the series. I will take your word for it because I didn't really play a little bit of Planet that much. Sorry, <laughs> bro. Much so I, but I've, for, <laughs> for me, do, it's good. For me, I am stuck between Dead Space and Fallout Three. Both a smelly place. Do you like a Fallout? You do like neither of those games probably smell good. I'm. You know what? I'm gonna go with Fallout Three. As much as I like the first Dead Space, I have to go with. I'm. I'm going with Fallout Three. They're very close. I think Fallout Three edges it out just a little bit because that was really the start with Fallout when they. Uh, at least for well, three in New Vegas, (laughs) where they really found their like perfect like. I suppose style for the game because it used to be overhead and like uh and not point and click right. but kind of like I guess point and click <laughs> but it, yeah, that's I wouldn't quite they, yeah. say point and click I would say point and click. that's uh that's kind of where said it without hyping style, the second though. time yeah with yes. the, but with their like RPG style and it's just it's 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 still a great game so I I have to go with that That's a good choice. That was I remember that even though I didn't play it, I, I remember that being super transformative for the time. Oh yeah. Definitely, yeah. That was a bit yeah, like that was yeah. the RPG. Yeah. It's true, yeah. That did spawn a lot of that kind of like set the formula. All right. Oh. Well then let's skip ahead. 2009. To the year we were just threatening to breach. 2009, yeah. Left 4 Dead 2 came out, and believe it or not, there were other games that came out that year. <laughs> and actually, Left 4 Dead 2 is not true. This is a good year, actually. Left 4 Dead 2, Batman Arkham Asylum, Resident Evil 5, Modern Warfare 2. Well, there's that Ooh. one. That was the best game of the year. Uh, Assassin's Creed 2, the original Borderlands, Uncharted 2, X-Men Origins Wolverine, Prototype, the original Infamous, Halo ODST, Bayonetta, Super New, New Super Mario Bros. Wii, the Wii 1 Super. Marvel Ultimate Alliance won. 2. Coraline had a game? Infamous Coraline came out. Halo 3 ODST. <clears throat> I know, right? Arkham In- Asylum. Plans vs. Zombies? Oh, my goodness. Plans vs. Angry Birds. Yeah. League of Legends. <laughs> what an, what, a, what oh, no. an awful Wait, year. Wait, League of what Legends is that old? What an awful... Yeah, League of Legends oh, wow. is super old. I didn't realize yeah, that. So. What an awful year uh, right. this was. <laughs> <laughs> awful, but also year. had some good games. So this is kind of tough. There's a few choices I was stuck between on this one but uh, i think i gotta go with the flow and just keep up my uh <laughs> <laughs> what i started in 2007 so we're gonna go 2009's uncharted 2 among thieves i think scott can agree this game improved probably a good bit over the first one uh the opening oh. scene is obviously very iconic and uh a lot of people 
praise it for being a good start to the game with the train hanging from a train bleeding out. Mm-hmm. Kind of climb up. Hanging from a train. <laughs> yep. The train. He's not wrong. He's really not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. See, Logan? See, Better descriptors, but I suppose technically, yes, you are not wrong. It's a big Chrome train. Technicalities here. It's true. That's but, uh, yeah, a whole new adventure. Uh, improving on some of the issues that Scott mentioned from the first game. And uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, did this actually win game of the year that year or no? I have no idea. Uh, from some outlets, I don't doubt. Oh, but no, I don't know if it was like the big game. <laughs> but that would I don't be remember pick. if we had something back then that was like the big one. Maybe this, maybe Spike's VGA awards were still around. I don't know. I don't remember the timing on the that. fuck is that? Uh, yeah, Uncharted 2 won game of the exactly. year. 2009. Yay. And I will say that one's well deserved. I, Michael, you're totally right. This game improves the original in every way. Mm-hmm. You almost actually need to kind of muddle through the first Uncharted just to appreciate how far mm-hmm. Uncharted 2 pushed it. And not like super significantly, but with enough quality of life tweaks and a better understanding of not just, you know, putting the player through a set piece rather than just kind of having it happen around them. It's probably the I best did. of the Uncharted formula, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think I did play two actually before I played one. I think I play I rented and played two a little bit, and you then whore. after that, yes, I know. After that, I think <laughs> Foot got uh, Uncharted one, and then like I watched him play that, and I was kind of just like, I do remember. I mean, this was a while ago, but I remember being like, <laughs> "Why is it? Why is it like that?" And when I played Uncharted two, it wasn't like that. <laughs> But, right. Yeah. Well, it's better, that, there was a better it. grasp of the technology then. People didn't look like wax animatronics with super <laughs> yes. shiny eyes for some reason. It's true. Uh, yeah, it played better. The set pieces were better. The story was tighter. Yeah. I agree. That's a yeah, great that one. That was Chloe, the, I mean, um, my mind. Yeah. Got that HD resolution. That's pretty HD good. Made the game look good. The colors it. really popped. Uh, as for my pick, Middleman I Am, this is a tough one because I feel like every game I'm looking at here could be like, yes, but then there's also this other game on the list. Yeah, so you mean uh, Resident <laughs> Evil 5, right, Scott? Resident Evil 5, unironic, you know, it's a fun co-op game. It, no, it really is. <laughs> it's pretty fun. It's a co-op. stupid fun. I don't know how I'd, how I'd uh, stand for it if I'd played it alone. <laughs> But it's a solid co-op that's, game. Yeah, that's that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Judging from what people have said about Sheva's AI, I would probably not be here today if they if they uh, if I played it in Try solo. To play it alone, it yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. as for as for game of the year, this is a tough one. But I think I'm going to go ahead because I'm I'm thinking ahead. I'm thinking like three planes of reality ahead. Okay. Because of the the relative snub, I'm going to give a game like it. I'm going to say Arkham Asylum now. Okay. Batman Arkham mm. Asylum is a great you're, game. You're snubbing that was city. yeah, that was tough for me. Going <laughs> no, I'll, I'll I'll it'll make sense later. Okay. But Arkham Asylum is a great game. It it popularized one of the best combat systems, I think to this day. Probably. Like, I can't yeah. really think of a game that's got a better core combat system than the Arkham games. It's rhythmic. It's strategic. It's also hectic as hell. <clears throat> it's 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 like ballet. It's like playing ballet. Like that combat system is one of the few things in gaming that has addicted me. Like I could not get enough of that game when I started playing it. 
the stealth was fun too although i remember i played it when it came out and back then i was i was scared of the stealth i remember like oh they're gonna <laughs> find me they're gonna shoot me yeah, but then i realized so wait a second i'm bad man and then <laughs> and i just started swooping on people kicking them from over there yes. uh, i mean i mean this is the game that started the whole and really makes you feel like batman thing yeah, but for good reason. It balances, and I don't think of another game that's really done this again to this day. That balances combat and stealth, makes each feel different, and makes it is well designed in each regard. Like it's yeah. really good stealth. It's really good combat. The exploration that the game kind of throws in there is a little bit pokey. Like it's not great, but there's some fun stuff too. Like having to arrange the Riddler's question marks. That's always fun. Yeah, just Although finding it does... all the Riddler stuff like right. the riddles and all that stuff too yeah there's some fun sort of like metroidvania now i have the gadget to find this uh, which is it's pretty fun it's anticlimactic since all you're rewarded with is basically a radio drama and the story's not great <clears throat> but it, it works that's well it. enough yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's it uh, but yeah no it's a it's a great game it's a great game that inspired a lot of games for good reason yeah I think for me, there's again, there's a lot of games on here. I think though, I, I have to go with Borderlands. I think I just I, That's I have to understandable. go with Borderlands. That's not it's, understandable. Take it back. <laughs> I understand. Rescind. I will not. Um, it's just it. When Modern Warfare Two is right there, Logan. That was that was another game where <laughs> uh, it did something else that a lot of other games hadn't done in the past. I feel, I you know what? I don't know if it necessarily started the looter shooter trend. But it was definitely it one of the bigger ones. I, it, it popularized it in a different format. Because I, I think yeah. you could attribute a lot of it to just stuff like MMOs. But this was really one of the first yeah. ones in like a first-person open world. But yeah, this thing. was this was first-person shooter. It was specifically like the big selling point was there was a ton of weapons, which there was, uh, and a ton of ways to play the game. There were, yeah, characters that you played like MMO characters that had skills, ultimates, things like that. You built yourself up on a tree. And it had a very unique... Well, art style and also, I suppose, story, because it was very much, uh, or at least in one, it was trying to be like a comedy game still. Like it was just was like, we're, not taking, ourselves, we're not taking ourselves too seriously. Yeah, story though in Borderlands 1 is kind of like, eh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, story is just meh. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, we've got yeah, two really yeah. story. But uh, yeah, so that's, that's mine for 09. Oh, nine. Ten. Moving Five. on into the oh, ten decade. way back when. Yes, oh, this is put the one I can go first if you guys next, need to think because I, I, I got one. mine already. Michael right. goes okay. first. All right, sorry, we go. already decided this. Fine, go. We starting with one yeah. of the best games to ever come out. Period. He's gonna say something. Scatter knows where I'm going with this. <laughs> I'm feeling. Mom, it. get out of my room. I'm playing Minecraft. <laughs> We got Minecraft coming out 2010. I mean, what? you can't uh, get oh, much wait, better. That was in beta, sorry. Uh, wait, a full release I don't think was uh, in 2010. I think it was in beta what? maybe in 2010. <laughs> 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 then my list has lied to me. <laughs> Are you sure? I, you I, 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 hang on. Maybe hang it's PC. <laughs> I think it's just a I, I, PC. That's what I was saying. I think it was in beta. I don't know if it fully came out in 2010. What? It, yeah, its full release was in... Uh, Michael, you jumped the gun. Its full release was the next year. <laughs> God, no! Quick, pick another one, idiot. Pick another one, real fast. 
we're going all the way to Call of Duty Black Ops because we got to get the Call of Duty. We're all about Call of Duty. Duty. Ironically, Black Ops. Unironically, though, Black Ops 1 does have like actually a really good story. Unironically, (laughs) it is a very good story. Call of Duty led up to Black Ops 2, which is very good. (laughs) Hashtag uh, hashtag (laughs) not sponsored. Activision, call us. Um, No, don't. I'm not sponsored yet. Michael, continue. But uh, yeah, okay, Michael, shut uh, up. This Um, is what I was originally going with. So, Call of Duty Black Ops, yeah, very good. Very fun. Enjoyed a lot. (laughs) Scott, go on. <laughs> How do I follow that one up? I don't know. Uh, be wrong uh, about a game's release. That's how. <laughs> no! Uh, 2010 was an okay year. It wasn't as good as previous years. There's Fuck some good ones here. Fuck there you. Was, I've realized now there were two God of War games that came out this year. God of War 3 and yeah. Ghost of Sparta. That was good. Uh, Red Dead Redemption came out. That was a popular one. Dead Rising 2, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, Alan Wake. Uh, the Bioshock 2 also came out. I think that's underrated. Honestly, so, looking yeah. at this, oh, Spider Man Shattered Dimensions. I remember that, that one. Oh, I remember that game. That was pretty good. I honestly, out of all of these, I'm gonna have to go with the this isn't even like the underdog. This is like what's under the underest underdog. <laughs> well, this is like the shit dog, like, <laughs> right? <laughs> right, right. But the underdog shit out, and it's under another dog. Gotta work, goes to Sparta. Ghost of Sparta, okay. Ghost of Sparta was the second uh, PSP God of War that came out. It was developed by Ready at Dawn and not the usual Santa Monica Studios. But I'll be damned. I don't know. It's my favorite God of War for some reason. I, I don't, I, it's hard to explain. It's, it's obviously, it's the, got the good gameplay of other God of War games. God of War obviously. between uh, 2005 and 2013 had the same gameplay, and it's good gameplay. Yeah. It's like, it, it is good. But there's something about the way that Ghost of Sparta does it how it handles its alternate weapon system by you just uh for the blades you just set them on fire it's very simple yeah Uh, but you can do it so frequently and it recharges so quickly that it becomes an actual part of gameplay which i thought was really cool Uh, (laughs) i thought that the uh the spear and shield weapon were really cool it was nice to see actual like spartan weapons in kratos's hand uh that was way cooler than uh god of war 3's here this one has a chain here this one has a chain hey guess what electric on a chain (laughs) oh that was more interesting uh, and then the, the story has no right to be as memorable to me as it is it's all about kratos going into hell basically to find his brother who was abducted when they were younger because the gods mistook kratos's brother for what kratos was going to do in you know 30 years destroying the pantheon he's like oh that was wrong i think exactly. it was kind of idiots uh, so he's going into hell to find him and I, I wouldn't go so far as to say like Kratos is like the most human he's ever been in the century, but seeing this other side of him, you, oh, know, this, you know, searching for his brother, it adds a different dimension to the proceedings. And I don't know, it, it's just an interesting perspective on Kratos, this kind of like mix of gloom. And I mean, he's coming out of a victory, obviously killing Ares, but he's not really feeling like he's won. He still just trusts the gods. And then the ending, I thought, actually kind of worked pretty well. It got some really good... It, it, it justified Kratos' rage a bit, I think, in moments in the story, which is something that God of War 3 definitely failed to do at parts. <laughs> and some other games haven't really quite mastered. But yeah, it's, it's justified as a rage. It, it made him a little bit more interesting <clears throat> as a character. I don't know. It's, it's an under, 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 underdog. But I enjoy it. And I'll just say that as my game of the year for 2010. And okay. Logan... 
I, I can see on this list which one you're going to be when you got sighted in. So let her the big iron on his hip. <laughs> Draw, compadre. Hey, thanks, man. Hey, thanks, man, for getting my robot dog brain from that super mutant camp. Hoo ha hoo. <laughs> Thank Gee, you, thanks, the king. The king. <laughs> God, as much as I like Mass Effect Two, as much as I love Halo Reach, Fallout New Vegas is. Just, I, I'm sorry, it's my favorite game of all time. There's no contest. Everybody else, no contest. Bro. I I have gone on and on about how much I love this game and why I love this game. Uh, quick recap really lets you feel like you play however the hell you want to play it's like one of the best rpgs i've ever played in my goddamn life the city and like the setting is so goddamn charming and i love all the characters it's super well written and boom done like i've talked about this to death so that's that's it no contest and no contest was held (laughs) moving on in 2011 This was another Buster. This was a pretty fire here. A lot of good Uh-oh. stuff going on in here. Uh-oh. Portal Two, <laughs> Batman: Barkham City, Dark hey. Souls, Uncharted Dark Three, Soul. Skyrim, the first time, Saints Row the Third, <clears throat> Little Big Planet Two, Dead Space Two, oh, Assassin's fuck. Creed Revelations. Yeah, I forgot about that one. This is really Modern bad. Three, Years of War Three, Minecraft, Alice Madness Returns. <laughs> I remember that one. Probably the only one remembers that. Uh, Captain America Super Soldier, like the Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, it was just coming out of the hot tap, all the classics. Mm-hmm. All right, Michael. Michael, so, so can you pick one? Which one are you picking? I know what you're all thinking, and you're all wrong. We're going with Batman Arkham City for this year. <laughs> oh, but, uh, 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 oh, yeah, Minecraft. Uh, Logan had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> but, so yeah, Batman Arkham City. I actually played that game before I played Arkham Asylum, and I was blown away by it. You know, why really... are you so backwards? I'm so backwards, Scott. <laughs> but Multiple I was series. just like, I got, I was playing it. And I'm just like, oh my god, you got your Batman. You can beat up all these criminals. I was like, you have like this combat's amazing. You can do all these different move sets. You got all these different gadgets. It really made you feel like you were Batman. You know, some games actually say, oh, it feel like you're Spider-Man. No, like, this makes you feel like you're Batman. That's the and... difference. That's a Batman game. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Spider-Man game. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and I thought, you know, the story was pretty solid. Um, I mean, it wasn't the greatest story ever, but it was a pretty solid story. Uh, good ending is pretty was... iconic. Yeah, exactly. It, it yeah. had a good ending. It didn't have a great it story. It had a great ending. Had a great, had a great ending. ending. It really yeah. did. That was probably. I mean, that's probably the thing that sells. That makes you think. Oh, it was such a great story because the ending was just so. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. But um, yeah, I think that would have to be my pick for the 2011 game of the year. It's a good pick. It was mm-hmm. going to be uh, my pick. Uh, this is this uh, circles back to the monologue I had, which led yeah. nowhere and meant nothing. Uh, yes. I thought about this game. This was at the top of my mind for a while, but then I realized there was another game that I really had to give the honor to. Hence, why I chose our, uh, Asylum way back then instead of City. Yeah. But yeah. my game of the year for 2011 was one I didn't even mention because I wanted to b- build up the drama. Holding. Uh, my game of the year for 2011 is Infamous Two. I've, infamous 2 yeah that's, i love infamous 2 good one yeah infamous two is good it is such a good one it improves on the original so well again in you know subtle ways uh, but in very good ways it has such a consistent flow of game 
all of the activities they're they don't waste your time it's not a game that wastes your time it's an open world that says hey there's the collectible pick it up good move on and that's what makes it so addictive you there's nothing you do in infamous 2 that's more than 10 minutes and that's great except that maybe some story missions go a little long but it keeps that pace of flow that that's not a phrase it keeps the flow that going pace of flow. yeah it, it keeps going so well and what I like about it is it actually made an effort to differentiate good and evil cold this time around, because that's the big thing behind the Infamous series. You can be goody or you can be naughty. And it was in the first game, it didn't matter. Yeah. yeah, in the first game, it didn't really matter. You had a red lightning. Ooh, way to go. You want a medal. In Infamous 2, you get full-on different elements for your powers. You get ice yeah. if you're good, and you get... I don't, did they call it... They didn't call it fire. It was like napalm. Yeah, something evil. like that. Yeah, I think yeah. You're right, yeah. It, it was like mean fire. Yeah, but you get an entirely different like move sets and the ways that added. all of your move kit works. It's it's got some ads. It's spicy. <laughs> but in the story as well, it actually felt like things really did change if you were good or evil. There were huge plot developments. Well, specifically the ending, obviously. You know, something's yeah. got to stay the same throughout. But the endings felt super different. Uh, it played into its core mechanics really well. That actual mechanics. It, it, honestly, the best part about Infamous 2, though, is a very unsung part of it. This was a year with some good you know, story stuff like Uncharted 3, Portal 2. But Infamous 2's story is really great. I love the writing of Infamous 2 because it's so character-focused, and the characters are so good. Like Going in from Infamous 1, the characters were kind of crappy. Like There was no one really you wanted to root for. But they really fleshed them out in Infamous 2. There's a whole thing in the first one where your your buddy Zeke is kind of a douche. He just kind of does douche things. But then in Infamous 2, they give him enough development and they round him out so well. He becomes like the emotional core of the story. It's impressive. There's a cutscene in Infamous 2 that's just Cole and Zeke sitting on a couch not saying anything. And at the same time, that scene itself is saying so much. It's so good because it's not overwritten or anything. It's like, hey... I forgive you, brother of mine. No, they they it's back to normal basically. It's just back to watching a movie together. And I the evil ending, I don't want I don't like the evil ending because it like kicked it me in the gut. <laughs> it, like I know what they were trying to do and it didn't <laughs> I mean it worked and it didn't work. The only real thing I don't like that it worked. It made me mad. <laughs> I don't like that. Ending. It made me uh, I feel for the characters, that's why. Mm-hmm. The only thing I really don't like about Infamous 2 is it it's ironically the core of infamous 2 and that's the whole binary choice goody or naughty thing because just straight up you're either going to be super super good or you're going to be the naughtiest naughty that's ever been and so the game checkpointing you every step being like hey you sure you want to do this it's like yes yes i am because there's no (laughs) middle ground it's not a moral choice it's do you want to be a hero or do you want to be a villain and it is that binary you might as well start up the game saying, hey, is this the good or bad playthrough? Because there's no reason for it to be anything else. Yeah. And so, and it leads to a lot of moments because, you know, some things have to go either way. There's just no character to some scenes because it could go either way. It could be mean Cole or it could be good Cole. So that lets it down a little bit. But other than that, it is a kick-ass game. Yeah. It does not give the attention it deserves. It is great. So... This year is also another awful year because this was the year of the fantastic <laughs> year because it's a good year. Yeah, I well, Dark Souls. Well, I guess I guess if you want to count Dark Souls as a sequel to Demon Souls, that's kind of like a spiritual fair. successor, I think. But it, God damn it, there's so much. Witcher Two, Portal Two, Crisis Two, Dead Space Two, 
Infamous 2. Fucking... <laughs> FIFA 1-2. That's <laughs> there... God, I was going to give it to Dead Space 2, just edging out some of the other ones, but I think I have to give it to Portal 2. I really think I do. I usually don't give half a crap about puzzle games. Portal 2 is something special, honestly. It builds on yeah. everything that Portal did well and fucking just like... <laughs> like yeets it over the fence. I don't know how Valve does it, like honestly. Portal 2 is so well written. The friggin' puzzles are so well done and actually challenging. You have to fucking think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but then the environments are so unique and it's told in such a unique way. And it's just, it's such a nice change of pace because every other thing is like a violent shooter game, whatever, like the big action. This is just a puzzle game. And it's mm-hmm. it's great. It's just a simple puzzle still, game. It, it's it encapsulates scary. you. It's it's oh god, it's it's really good. It is really also good. the World they, 2 they also a... had they also had Stephen uh oh my god, I can't remember Wheatley's voice actor. Um was that Stephen Merchant? Yes, Stephen Merchant, thank you. Right. He was he was in it. He's great. I love him, he's funny. <laughs> you also had JK Simmons as a uh, Cave Johnson. What? Oh my god, that's right. It totally did. (laughs) They did. Holy crap, I just remembered that. Yeah, and the writing and I will say the writing in like all the Valve games is like super good and like naturally funny. Like I don't know how they do it. It is so good. They need to make more video games. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what happened to that? I don't know. (laughs) They they did really well in it. You didn't even mention the co-op. Like there's a fully fledged co-op campaign full of great puzzles. Yeah, I was gonna completely that That was the game that Scott and I played all the way through together it's yeah. completely separate from the single player campaign as well there's a single player campaign and a completely different co-op campaign it's kind of insane how much they give you right it's just as well done on both regards it, it, in yeah. terms of the writing yep. and the puzzle design yep like, oh it's so good it's the really one good. thing it's i will good. say because i'm a yep. petty bitch and i kind of have yep. to say it uh, yeah the one thing I'm not jazzed on is how in the second half of the story kind of becomes less about puzzles and more about finding the one white tile to shoot a portal on <laughs> so you can keep you're, things moving. You're not wrong. Yeah. yeah. You're not They're wrong. great environments, though. I don't mind having to look around them. And it yeah. is creative of them to make me look around them like yeah. that. Uh, but you're yeah, not wrong. That, that is what it is. It's not a puzzle. That's just me trying to find my keys. Uh. <laughs> trying to leave. Uh, all right, but yeah, that as as much as I love all the other games that are on here, like the ones I just mentioned, that I that has to take it for me. There's just something special about Portal Two that right. I, I kind of can't just overlook. Like, no, no, I'm gonna before I go down into a rabbit hole, I'm just gonna say Portal Two. <laughs> That's a good pick. All right, well, leaving that year, let's move on to the year that everyone thought the world was gonna end, and sometimes we wonder if it should have. 2012. A lot of a lot of great things. Well, not, not, not a lot of great things. Some great things. A lot of good things this year. <laughs> what, what do you mean? They're, oh, my God. Sorry. I just, oh, my God. I just looked at Logan's bet. Fuck. I know, right? I too I mean, there was a pretty go. good year. Some good God stuff here. Dishonored. Borderlands 2. Spec Ups the Line. Max God, Payne 3. I, I just saw Spec Ups <laughs> the Line. God. You just saw Spec the Walking line. Dead. Mass Effect 3. Journey. <laughs> Call of Duty Black Ops 2. Twisted Metal. PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. Resident Evil 6. Ooh, everyone else go home. Family Guy back to the multiverse. <laughs> Best game. Oh, I get my ticket. <laughs> well, Hotline Miami, that was actually a good one. Darksiders 2, Diablo actually, 3. Oh, this was an okay year. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Some lucky things here. Oh my god, Michael, please go. <laughs> so I'm going. Let Logan, let Logan chill down. off a bit. Uh, 
So my pick for this year, SV, it was kind of a close choice for me, but I had I went with the one I actually played the most of that year, and that would have to be Call of Duty Black Ops 2. Uh, I mean, I guess I'll start campaign of that game was all right campaign. I enjoyed it enough that I played through all of it and whatnot. But I mean, the biggest thing for me just had to be the multiplayer for that game. I put so much time into that multiplayer. I could just come home from school and just hop on that and play for a few hours and then mm-hmm. never get bored of it. It was just, can't really say what made it so enjoyable, but like a lot of the maps were just really solid. The gunplay was really fun. And uh, it was just something that I could play continuously and not really get that bored of it. Uh, and you then know, Michael, the zombies are really yeah. good too. You know, Michael, I was about to be really disappointed in you, but I forgot you made the caveat of like the game you actually played that year. So I'll let you yes. off. <laughs> I'll give you that. that. <laughs> uh, yeah, Borderlands Two was gonna be yeah, it, but you were later. Really yeah, two yeah. until yeah. the hands. No, that's fair. Out, that's so. fair. That's why you get a pass. <laughs> they, oh, I'm so happy I got a pass from Logan. Now, I'm, now I can survive another day. No, with my yeah, that, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Don't push it. <laughs> you know exactly what you have. <laughs> so, Scott, your turn. Uh, well, I, I, this is one that won't be any surprise. I probably speak for myself year, and Scott, Logan. What's your most favorite? Uh, <laughs> I didn't jive with a lot this year. I didn't find a lot that was all that interesting. Uh, besides two, two really, uh, two games are really interesting to me. And the first one we've talked about a lot, and I probably speak for both of us to some degree. Uh, when I uh, when I crown Spec Ops the Line as my yeah. game of the year, yeah, pretty definitively, we've talked this game yep. up and down the garden path, up your garden path, and down <laughs> it again. It's been we've been all over the city with this thing. It is so good. It is a firework in a in was it's what's not even like a sparkler pen of games in terms of Fuck narrative. Off, Scott. Oh, in terms of narrative. Okay. <laughs> in terms of narrative gaming, okay, okay. Logan, calm by trousers. Get so angry so fast. Okay, Logan. Uh, uh, it's a it, it is a game that will be up there with silent hill 2 mark my words in terms of being studied when games are at the level of film in terms of you know being studied at universities uh, yeah, but we talked about that a lot members this exists right that's the yeah that's a, it's a shame yeah, i yeah. they just need to just remaster it 2k just remaster it and do minimum effort stuff keep it relevant please yeah honestly uh, please for the love of the God. only other thing that really like jabbed me i, I didn't play spec ops in 2012 i will yeah. probably add if we want to throw that in you know uh, the I other game i, I did play in 2012 that also hit me in a pretty nice feel spot was the walking dead uh, yeah. the telltale's walking dead series i'm not fun. typically a fan of that kind of game where it's just the whole gameplay is just pick the dialogue and then just watch it go but obviously the saving grace is if you have a really good dialogue to watch go and that game has some great dialogue some great characters and a great plot overall playing as Lee, taking Clementine uh, across the country, ganging up with these survivors, making hard decisions on who to help, who to hurt. And then the ending, which kicked me right in my kidney stones. That was, uh, there's not many games that elicit like physical emotion from me having played it. And the walking dead telltales of the walking dead is one of those games. It hit me hard. Yeah. And I saw it coming rough. too. And that's the worst part. I saw it coming <laughs> and it still hit me. I just watched <laughs> it run up and punch me in the jaw. <laughs> Uh, so I, I'll I'll mention that as well. Obviously, yeah. Spec Ops is number one, but Walking Dead did pretty well. Did pretty yeah. well in my heart. But the only so, obvious downside being no gameplay. But yeah, it so, made up for it. I have to agree. Spec Ops is 
if I had actually played it that year, that would be my number one. I agree. Um, so number two, this is a hard choice, but I think I, I say it's a hard choice just because in retrospectively, I like really love both of these games. But I think in terms of if we're going off what I played at the time, Borderlands 2 has to take it easy. As much as I love Dishonored, Dishonored is one of my favorite stealth games of all time. It's just, I love it. It's such oh, a Borderlands unique 2. game. But Borderlands 2 was the first game where I was genuinely hyped and like the lead up to it was awful because I was watching like every single trailer. I was watching everything like multiple times. It was, oh, it had me hooked. And then when it came out, I played it. I went through it at least. And I say at least because I went through it more than this, like a lot more than this, but definitely at least the full game seven times, <laughs> taking characters from level one to level, I don't know, whatever max level was. I think when it first came out, it was 50. I think it was 50, yeah. But I absolutely love that game. I still love that game. I think the right, and I don't care what the fuck you say, Scott. I think the writing is fantastic. I think the characters are great. I love like everything about it. It took what one did well, improved upon it, and then took what one did not so well and also improved upon it. Handsome Jack is one of the best villains in video games, and you cannot do it otherwise. Well, then let's just move on. Then I won't convince you anything. <laughs> Moving on to 2013. I'm just going to move on. Yes. From that one. We've talked about that game. Uh, we've talked about it. We're moving on now. 2013. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know about you guys, but 2013 was a weird year because there's a lot of big weird. profile games this year that like brought the house down. Bioshock Infinite, The Last of Us, <laughs> Tomb Raider, Grand Theft Auto 5, Assassin's Creed 4, Saints Row 4. Uh, there's a lot of huge big games that just uh, Battlefield 4 it, it broke the ground it broke the ceiling it broke everything and didn't pay it just left it broke things and just kept going but I'll be honest I felt like this was a year where like a lot of good games but I don't know I felt like a Nothing lot of this were exceptional yeah yeah That's like there was a I lot of well. like really good scores being thrown around yeah but I don't know if I agree with them necessarily like they're good but they're not like they're not like 10 out of 10s just like flying yeah. everywhere. You know, almost overrated, God, I'd say. I, I don't know which what I'm gonna choose here. Because I kind I of agree that mine, there's but, there's plenty of good yeah. games, but Michael Go. <laughs> yeah, Michael Go. Mine was kind of a tough pick. I was gonna I guess I'm gonna settle with just going with I guess Saints Row 4. Just <sighs> I didn't really play the original, I played the remaster. Um Cheating. But I was just going with Saint Row Teacher, <laughs> Michael's cheating, and I'm gonna get away with it. You know what? I'm Sorry. gonna go with Saint Row Four just because. <laughs> uh, just the comedy was there. It was just such a fun game. It wasn't really like super serious, or you like had to try very hard in it. Um, but it's just it was very comedic. The gameplay was super fun. You know, you got <clears throat> all these superpowers because you're in this video. You're in like a video game in the video game basically <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then you know obviously it's just because of the saints row you have silly weapons silly dialogue and it was just i mean it was generally just a enjoyable game to play through i was another game that scott and i just played through on co-op and it was just yeah. a fun game to just mess around with and uh play through with a friend i would say probably the co-op playthrough made it more fun than if i were to just play through it alone. Uh, and that's probably yeah. why I would pick it. As someone who did play it alone when it launched, it's still pretty fun. It's still great. Yeah. 
it's super different from other Saints Row games, so I understand maybe some fans not liking it. But I I also really enjoyed it. I thought it was just fun. In mm-hmm. this year of just people being super serious, because this was like the tipping point where games started becoming super serious narrative yeah. games. You're not wrong. <laughs> it was nice to have a character who actively said, no, I want to go fight more things because I have an empty slot in my menu. I want to <laughs> fill it with another superpower. Yeah. Yep. Like, it's Biz just marquee fun. playing on the radio of your car. I mean, you, you, you okay, well, let's not get, let's not get, <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, I didn't want to get, we're gonna be too convincing here, <laughs> but super different. It's also weirdly reverential if you've played other Saints Row games, like it, it doesn't mm-hmm. forego the games that came before, it still loves them. So, I don't know, it's nice. I, I like it as well. But yeah. in the spirit of just pure fun, my game of the year is another, it, this one was easy for me. Rayman Legends. Yeah, you I love, love Rayman. That's Legends. true. How much you you've that played that lot, goddamn yeah. game? <laughs> I have. It is there is not possible to understate how much I played that game, or even overstate. Yeah. No, it's not. It is. I've it's played it so much. It, yeah, I won't get into it, but I've completely. I've gotten all trophies on the PS3 and the PS4 versions of the game. And if you're familiar with the games, you'll know that that's not that's not an easy thing. They ask you to play a lot of it. When we when we used to live together, Scott would like chunk out like an hour or two of his time just to play fucking Rayman and do, I don't know. There was some level that you kept doing like over and over again that I just like watched you play. I can't remember what it was. It was just probably some random ones. It was something you were trying to get a gold on or like a platinum or something. The reason it's so it requires so much time to get all the trophies. The game is not a super long trophy hall except for one stupid trophy for getting to the maximum level of awesomeness uh, and you get points towards awesomeness for collecting things in levels and if you do everything if you 100 everything in the game that'll put you around if i'm remembering right and i probably do 4800 awesomeness yeah. and to get to the maximum level of awesomeness points you need six thousand. and you can't re-earn things like you can't go back and re 100 the game you know, quote unquote, and get that maximum level. What you have to do is you have to go through daily challenges and you have to do well because you need to earn the gold to get, and I'll just say you could get bronze and silver. No, if you get bronze and silver, it's going to take you three years to get to the maximum (laughs) level of awesomeness. You need to get gold or above really to get it at any decent rate. And so that's what it is. Just, you know, playing every day, doing the weekly challenges over and over again. And it be, it's a, it's an it's a crazy threshold. Why it had to be six thousand and not five thousand, I have no idea. But despite all of that, I still love Rayman Legends. And if that's not a testament to the quality of this game, I don't know what else is. That it made me lose my mind twice, and I still love it. And I went back the second time. It is one of, Willingly, in my opinion, it was his own choice. At no it. it was my choice because <laughs> it is, in my opinion, one of, if not the best 2D platformer available. It, every level in this game is so good. There's not a bad gimmick, even like even the gimmick levels are still so good. There's great secrets to find. It's co-op too. You can play the game with friends as well, which is a hoot and a half. I'll tell you that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it is so satisfying to perfect the the movement of rayman is so laser precise this is a game that's so easy to pick up but actually quite difficult to master some of the later challenges the game will make you do you really have to be on the ball hitting your jumps right game making sure you're building up enough building up enough speed it's platforming masterclass and still to this day one of my favorite games even though it should have driven me crazy i'm still in love with it (laughs) 
<laughs> it's good. So okay. I kind of. I kind of take back what I said about this year. There is one game that's fantastic, and maybe I appreciate it a bit more in retrospect in terms of when I played it then, but there's one absolutely fantastic game on here that has been a hidden gem for the longest time, but for whatever reason, in like the last year or so, has been really hitting a weird stride. Like, it's been like nine years since it's come out and for whatever reason this year or like the last year has been just so many people have discovered it i don't know why but i love it uh metal gear rising revengeance as much as Uh... i like some of the other games on here (laughs) metal gear rising revengeance is like there's something special about that game like well, one, the soundtrack is just, it's like, that's enough on its own. Like, honestly, every single Rose song. Of in it is, yeah, exactly. And, hmm. but the story is like, it's a weird combination of being like the weirdest and silliest thing you've ever seen, while also making some poignant points about like American politics and stuff. It's the weirdest thing you've seen, and it's great, and I love it. And it's just like, it has the cheese. It has the seriousness. It has the tone of like, yeah, we understand we're a game. We're going to be silly, but we can still make some points, like some actual points. And it's like, wow. And it's also a game not written by Kojima, which I didn't learn until recently. Hmm. I was like, huh. Oh, I thought it was. No. no. Kojima, it has all earmarks. Yeah, no, it does. It's apparently uh, like, um, I'm pretty, well, he might have written like, maybe like the first draft but the end of it was not written by kojima like it was huh. yeah and i find yeah. that super impressive <laughs> because you know what maybe it has a resurgence now because it's predicting a lot of the, <laughs> the future. <laughs> oh god it's yeah no it's it's we it's want gr- silly it's politics we want yeah. its politics yeah it's pretty great um but yeah, no, and but also the cutting mechanic was like one of the most unique mechanics that a game has implemented. Kind of that's still su- crazy to me. The yeah, fact that you can I get into that mode and cut enemies at any mm-hmm. angle. Oh, and and it looks yeah. like good. Yeah, like it, it's actually modeled properly. It's, oh yeah, it's, it's not like, just enemies either. It's like like pretty much everything except for like like you can. It's it's insane how detailed that is, and that was from 2013. Like it's it's crazy. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's my right. 2013. All right. Pretty good. 2014. Piece. We had 2014. Kind of a little kind bit of a redemption from last year. Uh, some pretty good games all around. Middle yep. Earth, Shadow of Mordor, Dragon Age Inquisition, Dark Souls 2, Wolfenstein the New Order, Halo <sighs> the Master Chief Collection. I guess we can count that. Uh, I suppose. Alien Isolation, Mario Kart 8, Original Destiny, The Evil Within, Watch Dogs. A lot of good stuff, Michael. Ooh, well for my pick i was i almost wanted to go with the destiny <laughs> pick i but <laughs> i would just say because you're out year one destiny vanilla destiny was pretty bad yeah, was okay pretty <laughs> i was like i was, so, I was i was sitting here michael if I was it like, was what's like, he gonna say <laughs> longer destiny i probably i might have picked that but if, since it's just 2014 game of the year i'm just sticking to destiny how it was in that 2014 it was not great. So I would have to go with Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor for my pick. I know it was the game of the year for yeah. that year, but mm-hmm. just uh, I think one of the things that got me into it, I had picked Arkham City earlier 
in 20, uh, was it 2011? Yeah. Uh, and so I think, I don't remember if it was Scott or Logan, but one of you guys told me that it was like with the gameplay of it was like Arkham City, but if Batman <clears throat> killed people. And yeah. so I was like, well, that sounds <laughs> really fun. So I sure one of us said that. <laughs> I don't yeah. know who it was. And I think so it was I was playing it. It might have been me. And uh, you know, it's just really fun if you're a big Lord of the Rings fan. It's like gets you into kind of the extended universe of Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah. You know, you have all these. Mm-hmm. You're a mix of like a ranger, but then you have like these wraith elf powers. So you have like a pretty big arsenal of abilities and combat you can choose from. The story is pretty good. Not the great greatest story but i mean it's a pretty enjoyable story to play through and uh yeah i think just the combat was so fun you know it was brutal against the orcs uh like i said you have a wide variety of <clears throat> things you can do in combat and uh it just made it a super super fun game to play and like I said, if you're in the lord of the rings it's really fun too because you get sort of that extended lore oh my lord lore. <laughs> Well, I'll throw in, I wasn't even, I don't even like Lord of the Rings. I'm not, I haven't really engaged with it at all, but I still had a great time for a lot oh, of yeah. reasons you said. Mm. I, wait, wait, am I waiting? Wait. Oh, I, sorry, I said, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, I thought you said wait. Oh no. <laughs> no I was like, this isn't a surprise to you. <laughs> we know this. <laughs> yes. But I still had a, a great time, partly because I don't need that background in story because some of right. the best yeah, story in the don't game. Need it. It's just extra. If yeah. you like that, it is just extra. But yeah, you don't actually need to. Right. But some of the best story isn't even the story. It's the stories that get developed along the way. I, I, you didn't mention this. I'm kind of surprised you didn't. I did not the nemesis mention system have, yeah. Yeah, of nemesis, the game. Yeah. <clears throat> when an enemy kills you, they get promoted. Literally. Yeah. Like, they become a boss that you can later get revenge on or you can... Uh, I, I think this was this game. You could like brand them and make yeah, your own yeah. sleeper agent. Yeah, you yeah. could still brand them. Yeah. And the entirety of the game's enemy ecosystem is just constantly in flux. Enemies are fighting each other. They're making alliances. And so if they you kill one of them, death. that sends can... a ripple effect. Yeah, they can cheat death. They can say, they... you think that kills me? And this is the biggest part of the nemesis system is they remember you. Right. Like what you did to them. Did they run away? Did you burn them? Did you like chop their arm off? Did like what did you do? Okay, How did yeah, they they'll be missing the arm. They'll be right. so remember them. that. And the next time you meet them, that'll have affected them. Not just like dialogue-wise, it does do that as well, but it also affects them gameplay-wise. Like maybe in the future they're like immune to fire or they're like mm-hmm. burned or right. they're like uh just something else. And it's just like because each enemy had weaknesses and strengths, and depending on what happens in the game, that changes. Right. It's, it's great. <laughs> you could terrorize him at a family picnic and he'll shit his pants and then he'll be like, you made me shit my pants in front of my girlfriend. Or that you must die. I'm going to kill you. It's true. Yeah. It's such a great platform for organic storytelling. Yeah. Very deservedly a game of the year. Yeah. Now let's talk about something else. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now I pick... Uh, there's one game I feel like I have to mention. I won't call it my game of the year, but I feel like I have to mention this was the year of Alien Isolation. Yeah. Which is great. I'm not a Lord of the Rings fan. I am an Alien fan. I love the original Alien. And so, you know, that level you had, Michael, with Lord of the Rings and Middle Earth, that was me with Alien mm-hmm. Isolation. Yeah. The atmosphere pulled off impeccably. The Alien was the scariest it's been since 79. 
it, it's a very tense game to play when you're yes, crouching in a corner. Is. Hopefully, hopefully the beeping of my motion tracker won't attract this alien because <laughs> we're talking about organic storytelling. The alien has this AI that isn't fixed. Like it's not going to circle around and, you know, predictably it will hunt you. It will know where you go. If you hide under tables, it will look under tables. It will stay within a fixed radius of you. It has very organic behaviors and that adds to the tension because you need to, you're interfacing with a real thing it feels like and it's very tense for a little bit and that's the big thing with alien isolation (sighs) is that it is a long game it is 20 Mm -hmm. hours and i would say for maybe oh i wouldn't even say eight hours of it maybe even 10 you're not even with the alien you're just with dudes with their dude weapons and sometimes (laughs) they're robot dudes with their dude things to say like hey what are you doing over there what's up bro yeah, yeah. What you're not shouldn't be in that quadrant, bro. What are you doing? Uh, and so it, it it overstays its welcome, and it, sometimes it, at some point tension gives way to oh come on, you know. So, but I have to mention it because it's God damn it, Scott, that wasn't yeah. even your game of the year. <laughs> that wasn't even my game of the year. I just had to oh no, it. Uh, we warned that this was going to be self indulgent one. Uh, I'm just now also noticing Shovel Knight's on here. That's a good one as well. Fucking but go But I will on. give my game of the year. I will throw out really quickly. Oddworld New and Tasty. I should have guessed that. That's oh, another yeah. game you love a lot. Really fun. I love that game. And I love it because it's so unique. Alien, but yeah. yeah. It's like you, you, what, you can't compare Oddworld to other games. Like what even is it? Mm-hmm. It's like a puzzle platformer <clears throat> with a super deformed <laughs> art style. This? There's stealth elements. There's possession. There's an anti-corporate message. It is just so unique. And I realize that this isn't, I say it's unique. This is a remake of a game that came out in the 90s for the PlayStation, the original Oddworld. Uh, This was my introduction to the series, though. And I enjoyed it so much. The puzzles, there's jank. There's jank a lot of places. Some things didn't really work out the same uh, way every time. Uh, But the puzzles were still really creative. And there was a very, very generous quick save system. So if the game cheated, you could cheat right back. So it all balanced out. (laughs) but it's got such a charm to it a really like almost grotesque charm and i won't i've already talked a lot i'll just say it is one of my favorite games of this generation the ps4 generation that we're talking about now i love it so for me i'm gonna have to because you know what mike already said shadow of mordor i'm gonna go ahead and Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. i'm gonna keep that um, i'm also yeah i'm also not going to repeat and say like oh the halo the master chief collection because that's other games being re-released that's i that's whatever i'll go with one that came out this year uh honestly and i I was looking through the list i know it's not the complete list i'm kind of looking through just a a list but um honestly probably for this year probably wolfenstein the new order i'll be honest i really (laughs) like that game as much as all the other games that came after it kind of shit the bed New Order was really good. I <laughs> yep. really like that. I really like that game. It's like a really nice brush of fresh air, fresh air of like brush of hey, fresh we're, air. We're, we're kicking it back to fresh early nineties, like Wolfenstein, like that. We're basing it off of that, but then we're also going to put it in like modern stuff. There's just something really, I don't know, really nice about that. And it was uh, the story was actually like surprisingly good. Like, and it also touched on like. <laughs> weirdly serious topics for wolfenstein <laughs> like just the way that's right. like, kind of you know, strange like game had like a surprisingly good story like who would have thought because wolfenstein's never been known for a story 
he's not even wrong. It's always been like, oh boy, I I sure do love shooting Nazis. Yeah, no, but it goes into like PTSD and war trauma, like like with BJ Blazkowicz being like the badass, but kind of like, what is he at? Like, yeah, it's 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 weirdly good. (laughs) But yeah, so that is that is it for me. Yeah, I totally agree. It's a good game, and the other mm-hmm. games did shit the bed afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, they definitely did. Oh, okay, 2015. Ugh, fuck, I was about 2015. To... No, I'm gonna say it's easy. I'm saying it's easy. This, yeah. this, this year had to be this the hardest for interesting me. year. This year is really yeah. good, but there's just one game on here where I I can't, I just can't give it to anything right. else. Like I really can't. Go on with your bad big names though. here. <laughs> we got Witcher Three, Fallout Four, Bloodborne, Halo Five, oh. Arkham Knight. Rise of the Tomb Raider, Rocket League, Undertale, Dying Light, Rainbow Six Siege, Soma, Star Wars Battlefront, Black Ops 3, Mad Max, Until Dawn. A lot of big things this year. A lot of big things. Now that you said this is a super hard year, Michael, yeah, go on. Say it right now. Yeah, this is my super hard year. I mean, I got, there's so many games. Hey, 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 I said no thinking. (laughs) Um. I was talking about how Destiny Year One wasn't. I couldn't pick the Destiny Taken King. No, that's not what it's really. Fuck off. So this (laughs) is just the Taken King came out. (laughs) The Taken King came out the year. So I mean, just so many great games. Uncharted, the Nathan Drake Collection, all three of the first games. So many great things. To go with probably my most or second most played game of all time. Probably just because Destiny came out a year before. It's got to be Rainbow Six Siege. <laughs> I love playing this game. Uh, I watched it all the way from that pre-alpha footage that came out. I was, like, hooked on it. I thought it was so interesting. Like, just, I mean, the game came out way different than what that alpha footage looked like. But I just remember seeing, like, oh, you're in these close quarters. You have all these highly destructible environments. You have these objective-based team gameplay it's all multiplayer just it hooked me and it looked like so much fun and then it finally came out we got it and i just played the hell out of it still (laughs) still playing the hell out of it now year seven just started today actually for the game happy Uh, birthday (laughs) happy birthday rainbow six not really but um, (laughs) unhappy (laughs) but yeah so and I'm still, like I said, still playing it to this day. And it's just, since it's all multiplayer, it's constantly, like, you know, new experiences. Uh, I mean, there's definitely been ups and downs. There have been moments of the game where it's super buggy and frustrating to play. And moments where it's just been super fun to play. But it keeps drawing me back all the time. And I keep having fun with it. So that has to be my game of the year for 2015. Probably my least favorite game because they never fixed uh, headshots, but that's cool. Uh, (laughs) uh, I'll pick one that's probably a gimme for a lot of people. Uh, I think in terms of popularity, uh, Mm -hmm. Bloodborne. Yeah, Bloodborne. (laughs) Yep. Bloodborne's a good game. Everyone knows it's a good game. It's great. This was my introduction to the whole uh, From Software style, and I love it. I love the action-oriented bend to it. You can't even block. It says, "Nope, you attack." It's attacking fast. Well, attack faster, idiot. (laughs) <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> uh, pretty much yeah. uh, well, i like it too because if a random shithead hits me and i'm walking down the street i can just say hey give that back and i just take the health back yeah 
so that was enjoyable. I mean, it makes it sound kind of babyish, but I'd say it's almost the most forgiving of the Soulsborne games, but not. I don't say that in a bad way, really, but just right. because of that nice, like, give getting health back easily. Yeah. Right. Other games, it'd be like, oh, no, you got hit. Well, drink no, one of your gold. limited use consumables. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was more generous, but it's also really difficult because the enemies hit it fast can, and you need to hit yeah. faster. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but th- this is... It's great. The style, the Lovecraftian steampunk, like horror tinged aesthetic. It's great. It's great. It's it take it takes a lot of familiar elements and makes something unique. And this was the game that uh, from which the Goon Squad was born. <laughs> you know what? Squad. That's true. Us here. <laughs> Playing with the boys and just destroying bosses that were definitely not meant to be played in co-op. Lol. It's, it's true. Yeah. That is that, that game did that did birth the goon squad. <laughs> We're still waiting so, on the PS5 remaster and Bloodborne 2. We're waiting there for Michael to get I... an Elden Ring to Goon Squad with us, you fuck. Oh, oh, I, I mean that. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. <laughs> now that we're on the same page, Logan, why don't you say your obvious one? Uh, Witcher 3. Yeah, I think Wild we all Hunt. know. Yeah, no, no, no Witcher question. 3, I thought Logan was going to say Splatoon. No, no. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, you know I love like. Splatoon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, Witcher 3, it does so much. It, it, it does too much well. Like, honestly. It just, it just, Story, it just does too like, much. The weakest part of it is honestly probably the gameplay, but even then, it's not even like necessarily bad. Like, it's that's still just because you have to pick something that's the weakest of it. Yeah, yeah honestly. Story's great. Characters are all great. The quest design is fantastic. Every single quest feels like it could be a main story quest. That uh, here's the example I always give. There's a literal civil war that is happening throughout the world. That is a side quest in the video game. A side quest, a civil war that spans the countryside is a side quest. Mm-hmm. But then the main quest is just um, you just have to deliver a bag of rice to yeah, you yeah, mm-hmm, yep. and that's all it is. Yeah, that's right. You're yeah, right. That's why the side quest is so big because yeah. the main quest is so short. It's true. It was a really subversion. It was a subversion of expectations. <laughs> <laughs> no one's gonna but, expect uh, the main quest to be short and the side quest to be big. No one's gonna expect it, guys. Let's just run with that. Geralt's just a rice farmer, and he just gets caught up in all this stuff <laughs> going around. Yeah, he's around just him. trying to live his life. He's <laughs> like, oh, "Is that gosh, another? That's that's another war. monster? I have to get this to the McGillicuddies." <laughs> I would play that game. That's yeah. Funny. That's oh yeah. That's that's it for that. That's mine. Witcher Easy. Four. All right. CD Project Red. Hear us. Yeah. Which actually four, don't. <laughs> right, actually don't listen. <laughs> Please don't listen. Moving on to 2016. All right. 2016. 2016. Now, real quick, uh, real quick question. There's a lot of great games this year. A lot of good lot things of that came games. out. Uh, yep. Is anyone's game of the year not Doom? Uh, I'll say yes, mine. I'll not pick Oh, yeah? I, I yeah. just because you're picking it, I, I will say something else as well. <laughs> <laughs> I think Logan can find easily something else on this list. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you know yeah, what I'm Logan looking at. Easily, yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think I know what it is, but I just yeah. had to ask because Michael, I know that that's a that's a big one among us. Yep, yeah, go on with your bad self, Michael. I don't know why I keep saying that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Have you been saying that? Well, I need to listen. I, I said it like twice. Attention, oh. <laughs> no. If I had a nickel, uh, I'd have two nickels. But it's weird that it happened twice. <laughs> two of these. <clears throat> I guess just to kind of change it up a little bit just so I'm not saying the same franchise over and over again. I'll go with uh, Overwatch oh, for this year. 
Oh, gross. Kind of Please go with what your original one was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to go with Overwatch. Another, I mean, similar, similarly to Siege, it's another, like, basically all multiplayer type game. Tell so it's lies, always kind of fresh. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Logan, you played in 2016 and you had fun. Yeah. <laughs> you, at that point, you convinced I did. me to get Overwatch. Yeah. Logan. Yeah. We yeah, did. I know. I know. Overwatch more than the two of us. I know. <laughs> so we had it before him. But overall, we have time. like this huge cast of characters that are all so unique. All their play styles are so different. <sighs> um, it's still going to Overwatch 2 coming out soon. That's how good Overwatch 1 was. They're making Overwatch 2. Yeah, because well, you need the game to be good to make a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, the last of the two. Uh... <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> anyway. <Well. laughs> but, uh, yeah, and I just remember when we first, when that game first came out, we had a, we actually had a six-man stack that we were playing with, and uh, <clears throat> we were just hopping in matches, and we would Ow. completely wreck the enemy team because we were clearly superior. Is that what happened? Everyone else. Uh, yeah, I must not have been there for that. that. I don't remember that. <laughs> no, that was before. Yeah, that was before you had the game. Yeah, yeah. Scott, you came in and dragged oh, us all back. Why'd you stop? <laughs> us, Pierre, uh, Braxton, and uh, you know what? Yeah, that actually is a good point. Actually, yeah, 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 Eric that. and Matt. I think. Yeah, I think so. But uh, yeah, that was we had our six man squad and we just played a lot of that and uh, it was very enjoyable. And I mean, we still play to this day. I don't know. Was there an update today? I saw was there new events already, Scott? Uh, no. Hey, guys. No. <laughs> I don't. I don't anyway. think so. I think there was just a little. There, there was. I forget what it was. It was like a new experimental or something. Awesome. Just Scott. a little something. On to Scott's. That Doom. We all know what he's gonna pick. <laughs> uh, Doom 2016. Yes. All right. Very so my game, game of the year. <laughs> Logan, what's yours? Uh, my... uh, no, actually. No, actually. Well. That's a good guess. No. I think I, I think I know, but Logan, you say it. Dark Souls 3. Dark Souls okay, 3, yeah. That was the other uh, What did you think I was going to say? Titanfall 2. Oh, you know what? Titanfall I did see that. That was, a, was that, was, that was up there. That was up there. But no, I think I have to say Dark Souls 3. I played that way too much. I had a lot of fun with Josh and Mayberry. Scott Lurst. Uh, Scott Lur- Jesus Christ. <laughs> Scott, what? Uh, <laughs> Old man Scott Lur. Scott, I told you about that story that I'll always remember in Dark Souls 3 PvP with Mayberry, Josh, oh, and right, the Swamp. Right, that's right. Just, that just holds a special place in my heart. Like there, There's just so many stories like that I have for 3 that I just, like, I, as much as I love Titanfall 2 and how much fun that is, Dark Souls 3, and, like, it, it's not even necessarily the game's intention but it's because the game allows you to do stuff like that where it's just like it's it's great and all the music in it all the music in from soft games like honestly just it's just, it's just like i, I, I can't just lip smack yeah it's a good one that's probably my favorite dark souls true i've played one other and not even barely that <laughs> yeah pretty good yeah that's that's the one for me okay Let's go to 2017. 2017. Going right into 2017. I think my pick for this year, uh, I don't know if I really played a whole lot of games that came out in 2017, to be honest. Uh, but I think the pick I'm going to have to go with is Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, I know it's kind of talking. Uh, I can't say Scott. I'm legally. Where's my dawn, Michael? cannot say. <laughs> <laughs> but. 
I always kind of talk about how the story really isn't super great in the game. Uh, but I think the thing that sells me the most for the game is I really enjoyed the gameplay and just like fighting the huge machines and you know, there's kind of interesting uh, mechanic of it where you like get the find the weak user little focus tool to find the weak spots of the machines and you have to like pick them apart methodically take off their weapons and their armor chunks to chip down at their health and uh yeah i don't know there's just something fun about using your bow and arrow to take down these giant uh killer machines that i really enjoyed and had fun playing through Tell me lies, tell me sweet little I'm telling the truth. I'm telling the truth. Telling the truth. I would have said the story was fantastic, but not ten, but I didn't. You know, Michael, I'm I, I'm I'm kind of inclined to agree with you, honestly, with Horizon. I, I've talked a few mm-hmm. episodes ago about how this is a game that I shouldn't like as much as I do, but I damn it, I love it. Right, and it That's is the, it is the machines fighting the machines is so good it's just fun it's tense having to aim for that very small weak point when it's charging at you with mouth agape yeah it's very fun everything else uh, a little bit generic story is not great open world is very open world yeah yeah but i i do enjoy that uh there's quite a few good things this year i mean cuphead came out hellblade came out resident evil 7 breath of the wild super mario odyssey uh, prey sonic mania uh, injustice 2 a lot of good things. Justice Two was there. I would. Mm, I want to say Cuphead, but I haven't played enough of it, so I don't want to give it like. I don't want to put that out there. Yeah. Uh, the the mm-hmm. two I think it comes down to for me, and I'll just talk about them both because maybe by talking I'll be able to pick one definitively. <laughs> okay. Is uh, Super Mario Odyssey and Resident Evil Seven. Mm. Oh yeah. Mario Odyssey is just Seven, good. Sure <laughs> it's just good. It's just a three D platformer that's good. Good secrets. Good controls. Not a huge story, but, you know, it's Mario. The characters only pretty much go, <laughs> and then have text explain what that was. Yoshi! So, I think he's in that one. Oh, no, he is in that one. Yeah, no, it's a pretty good one. It's got Yoshi in it. Just good. <laughs> good 3D platformer. Got Yoshi. Can, can hardly beat it. Uh, Resident Evil 7 is pretty good, too. This was my introduction to Resident Evil, kind of. I, I did play, say. I think, yeah, a bit I of... Thought that's why you picked that, because that was your first... Wait, did right. we play five before seven or no? No, I played five back on the PS3 uh, with a friend, like way back when. And the only vivid thing you I remember was throwing a grenade in the game and then throwing a juice box in real life. It was great. Did I? Did I? <laughs> so I'm it trying did, to remember. Did I play? Did I play? Because huh? I think I played through five with you, right? Yes. Okay, because I feel like I may have actually played through the game. Before I played with you, I thought I played. I may have played with Wolwyn first. Uh, I, you might have. Awesome. It's ah, oh, God. I wish I could remember if we did. I'd have to. I, Maybe I it don't. was partly. I vaguely remember not starting with someone that wasn't you and then ending with you. I think because uh, I I swear to God, maybe remember. we were still in the middle of it while we were going through. Because I swear I played it with that with that man. I swear. I don't know. Whatever. Sorry. Go on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we, we had our chance to talk about Resident Evil Five, Logan. Yeah. Sorry. It. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, we didn't blow. We actually did talk about it. Oh, that was a good time. Anyway, yeah. Resident Evil 7. Uh, this was my introduction to the series, uh, basically. Yeah. And it was a great introduction. This was a really solid game. Uh, it's one of those games where it you like tiptoe through it because it's so scary. You don't know what's around every corner. But then as you play it and then you replay it, you just become a master of all you survey. You're just like, don't need this door. Excuse me. And it's really satisfying to master. But even on the first playthrough, it's it's a good spooky game. 
there's some good organic spooks hiding in the house while uh, Papa Jack is going around with a, a tool that is way too large for any practical farming <laughs> to be done. Oh, uh, boy. You're going to get it now, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Welcome to the family, son. <laughs> It's that perfect mix in which I, I go on to say that this is a perfect mix of what Resident Evil is at its best. Of It's like creepy and sadistic, but it's also super goofy. Like you're fighting him in the garage and he's taking every bullet and he won't be stopped and it's terrifying, but he will also get in the car and try to run you down. <laughs> it is incredible. It is poetry. And then you uh, can get in the car and try and hit him. And then he gets in the car with you. And he's like, let's go for a joyride. Let's, let's go for a joyride. <laughs> yeah. Move over, I'm driving. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of fun. But that is also only half the game. The second half of the game, it, it, I, I want to say it poops the bed. But yeah, that would say, be yeah. understating it. Because <laughs> it, 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 there's more than a little poop. And it's a very big bed full of poop. It just becomes an action game at the end and not a very interesting one because all its action is is one guy lumbering slowly at you down a hallway while you have 50 trigger bombs to place at your leisure. So it's not the most interesting at the end. And which is why mm, I, I, I think probably Super Mario Odyssey is the better game in terms of just being the game of the year. But Resident mm-hmm. Evil 7 is still pretty special. And so it's tough. But so I, I feel like maybe I'll give it it the edge just because it stuck with me a little bit more. Yeah. Mario's just good, just kind of passes through you. Despite seven shortcomings, uh, it's still fun. It still does a lot of really great things. And compared to mm. Mario's flat line of just good, the greats of Resident Evil Seven are super great. Yeah. So I'll probably give it that honestly. So I am. I was between three games. As much as, like, as much as I like Shadow of War, I don't think I'm giving it game of the year. I'm kind of stuck between Near Automata and then Gravity Rush 2, honestly. Near Automata is... would come up. Yeah, Gravity... Or, sorry, Near Automata is a really solid game throughout. It does have a, some interesting philosophical questions to ask. The premise is, like, really fucking strange and interesting. Uh, but the story is pretty great. The ending's pretty great. I really liked it. Um, it has some unique stuff. But Gravity Rush 2 is like it's kind of like one of those games where it comes along and it's so just goddamn unique in terms of what it does with its uh well maybe not necessarily with its story but i really like its characters and like it's a weird thing i like i really like cat and raven like they're i really really like them and they don't speak english they don't speak a language like that's a real language (laughs) what isn't it a mix of like french and japanese i think isn't it Pretty much something that. like that? Yeah. And so it's like this made up language that the creators made for the game, but the expressions and the voice acting like do it well enough. And like, it, I don't know, there's just something really charming about how it sounds. Uh, but, and it tells its story mostly through not dialogue. And it's, it's, I don't know, I, it's just one of those games where I just, it kind of holds just like a special place in my heart, and I can't really explain why. As much as I really like Nier Automata, it's got a pretty strong narrative, and I appreciate those, I, I, I have to give it to Gravity Rush too. There's just something special about that game that I just, that for me anyway, that I really like. I don't know. It's also a game that I can just chill and like literally just fly around. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. It's, it's I, I wish I could describe it better. <laughs> I, I really can't though. It's just, 
it's like a very, it, this is a very subjective, well, I mean, these are all obviously subjective, but this is a very, very, like, I, cause I try and look at things objectively, Extra but this subjective. one is a super subjective mm-hmm. one for me. Like mm-hmm. I'm super biased and I know Scott disagrees, but uh, like, there's, I don't know, there's something about this that I, I, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I'll be honest. <laughs> there's just no, something. I, I get I really it. Like I, I, I obviously, we, we've talked about this before and I don't yeah. agree with Gravity Rush 2. I was disappointed with it. Yeah. But I cannot deny the uniqueness of the game. It is very yeah. unique. It's lively. The vivacity yeah. of the game is unmatched, honestly, by games yeah. of its released in its year. It's true. Yeah. So I, I definitely get why it's stuck with you. Yeah. As someone who played the first one first, uh, well, on Vita way back when, yeah, I was disappointed, but I could totally understand why. Yeah. That's where it, it, it nestles think, warmly into you. Scott, I think I played one first as well. Not when it came out, but I think I got Oh, the you're right. I forgot deal, that they came out. I think PS4. I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're right, I think I got right. the package deal, got one. I really like one as well. Don't get me wrong, but there's right. just something about two that just really stuck with me. So that's right. my choice. Right, right, right. Okay. Well, moving on moving over on to, to the, the 2018. 2018, Ooh. the year Scott just throws his hands up and leaves. <laughs> there's like so many games that were high profile games this year that I just bounced off of hard. Same. Not, not even a hard, some hard, some softer than others, but yeah, some less hard <laughs> in, in, in Marvel's Spider-Man on PS4, Red Dead 2, God of War. I didn't bounce off as hard, but I have I've been bouncing harder off of it these days. Uh, I think I have my pick because I kind of agree where I bounced. Off, I, I did also bounce really hard off a lot of games. There is one game that surprised me that I really fucking enjoyed. So, you know what? Sorry, I do have. Mine. Well, it's Michael's yeah. turn, Logan. Yeah, so Michael, why don't you go. shut up? Well, it's my turn, Logan. So why don't you wait for your turn? Oh, you have more played than me. So there, I'll learn. <laughs> there were uh, there were a couple games I thought about picking this year, but I think the game I'll have to go with is um, a little bit of a shocker. Probably not really, but uh, I'm going to go with Assassin's Creed Odyssey for my pick this year. What? This was uh, <laughs> this was the second game after Assassin's Creed kind of did their whole switch up of their uh, combat style. Traitor! Um, and all that but i don't i just i think the thing that most hooked me in about this game was the the set piece and where it took place uh ancient greece had uh a lot of like ancient greek obviously you, you traveled around basically the whole of greece so a lot of mythological and uh cool historical greece is a land not a whole land idiot oh uh, i'm sorry <laughs> right there are probably and no further comments yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but no, Greece is I will a liquid. Say, my, oh, never mind. Good news. The 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 story was not great, but uh, yeah, it just had to be like the the aesthetic of the game was just so beautiful. You know, these gorgeous, vast uh, ocean views. You just travel across the ocean. You know, beautiful countrysides. Uh, the old, you know, Athens and Sparta when they weren't ruins like they are nowadays. And, uh, Michael, you're just really happy you got game. to bang old ladies. I what is this true, Michael? Not, I did not. I did not do that. <laughs> that was not me. That was someone else you're thinking of, Logan. That was not me. <laughs> you can't do that in the game, by the way. <laughs> I know you can't do that. That was not me. That, that, was, not me. that was not an that out of nowhere me. random Logan thing. That was something that you can do in the game. <laughs> something in the game. I'm not denying that wasn't in the game. I'm just saying I did not do that. That was not. Then me. why'd you bring it up, Michael? <laughs> Yeah, Michael, why'd you bring it up? <laughs> Michael. As the one who brought it up, it's pretty suspicious. Yeah, I don't Can know why you bring that up someone, if you didn't. Please roll do back that. the minutes. 
Uh, no, this up. isn't VHS, but, Michael. There's no rewinding here. All right, now that we're done gaslighting Michael, <laughs> listener, Scott, don't rewind. <laughs> yes, Scott, I will say, Michael. Uh, Michael, bold choice. Yes, I, I know that there's some uh, negativity around Odyssey, but, but no, good for you for standing up for yourself. I put a lot of time into it. I play a lot yeah. of DLC too, and so I, I enjoyed playing it. I'm so sorry, Michael. Uh, Scott, please go on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Uh, of the hope of the high profile games I played this year, I, I played Smash Ultimate, but honestly, that feels like giving Wendy's an award for like the highest <laughs> cuisine possible. Like great, a, like a baconator is great, but I'm not gonna like <laughs> you know to, to give it an award. I don't know about that. I'm not gonna pay more than six dollars for it, so yeah, and right, even that's right. pushing it. So <laughs> yeah, there's only so much pop and circumstance. Uh, uh, and I Spyro Reignited came out this year. I love Spyro. I don't. I, it's not Game of the Year. They didn't finish Year of the Dragon. They can get Year of the Game of the Year when they finish Year of the Dragon. Uh, <laughs> but I was looking down this list and I was I was getting a little sad just because there's so many games and I'm like, oh, this this was really a year that where it hit me that I had fallen out with modern gaming. Yeah. Uh, but I'm looking at this list and then I saw I got, it caught my eye a little glimmer, a little hopeful glimmer yeah. in my body, mm-hmm. and that is Astrobot Rescue Mission. Oh, Astrobot. I love Astrobot Rescue Mission. It's for the <laughs> PSVR exclusively, and it's so it's so fun. It's a 3D platformer, uh, so it's it's interesting because most VR you assume is you know first person. My hands are in the game, but you assume kind of like a background spectator position in Astrobot. But the way the game uses VR, it's not a gimmick. It is like part of the game. It's so cool. The game makes you look around corners to see things that are hidden lower down a bit to see things underneath uh, it makes you engage with the level itself in a way that just a regular camera system never could honestly and it's just it's just a great 3d platformer it's a little bit limited because it's kind of like, like on rails because you go forward you go forward <clears throat> i would love a, uh, a way to go back i don't think you can go backwards in that game and that's kind of an obnoxious if you just missed something no. But the way the game uses perspective, it really livens up the classic 3D platformer style. And it is just so charming. Not a word gets said in that game, and I am in love with it. <laughs> we can start contrast to other games this I... year, like Red Dead or Spider-Man, which just cannot shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I almost yeah. thought you were going to go Hollow Knight, too. See, Hollow Knight's well, good. We have to finish Logan, Hollow Knight first. <laughs> yeah, Logan said it oh perfectly right there. We haven't finished Hollow Knight. Not, and it's not because we don't like the game. It's just because Hollow Knight is a game where you have to sit down for like two hours. And if you haven't sat down in a while, you're just kind of like, what the fuck was I doing? <laughs> right. And that's my thing. I'm, I'm stuck in not... a constant cycle. If I sit down, I play a bit, and then I leave for five months, and then I forget what I did, and I just do the two hours <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah. Hollow Knight is like, and excuse me for saying this, but Hollow Knight is a is Souls-like in the, in the specific scenario that it does not hold your hand and it does not give you like really any information to go on. You kind of have to just be paying attention and exploring. Like that's right. what you have to do. It's souls like right. in that aspect where it does not hold your hand. And if you leave for like a, even like a week, you can come back and be like, what the fuck was I doing? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, so we have to finish Hollow Knight first. I will say though, uh, my game of the year, because I kind of agree with you, Scott. This is like kind of my year where I was just like, eh. uh, but and this may be retrospectively, but honestly, Monster Hunter World. I kind of thought you might go with that one. Yeah, yeah Monster Hunter World is 
again, in this kind of era where games are like bleak and like, oh, we're going to be realistic. I'm fucking Arthur Morgan. And I, I take 15 seconds to pick up every single I jar of glass. Tuberculosis. <laughs> yeah, and I'm tuberculosis. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it's, it's a very, I don't even know. I, I was, I'll say it's silly because it has silly elements. You are a monster hunter. You go into the world, you fight big monsters with like weird ass weapons. And that's and all it is. Cat companion. Yeah. And your little cat companion, you eat, you, it's got, it has so many unique mechanics and moves and the control system is like the weirdest fucking thing you'll ever run into but once you get used to it once you get it you're just like this is <laughs> this is fucking great this is what i live for <laughs> and you can really swap between weapons pretty freely like obviously there are you know builds for higher level stuff but you can still swap between weapons pretty freely and i come to i can there's something there's something special about being getting good enough at the game where you can knock a monster on its ass run up jump up on top of it and then fucking spin to win your way down its spine with two blades in your hand just going like <laughs> just, just like that and it's yeah no and it's just it, there's something really great about it and it's also co-op as well like and the co-op is super fun in that game as well because it's 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 great. It's it's a really unique and fun experience. I haven't played anything like it before, and it it it'll it'll probably stick with me. Like I really like that game. It's super fun. It's also hard as shit <laughs> once you get into the higher stuff. <laughs> if you're not prepared, that's the, if you're not prepared to face the monster, you're gonna lose. Like just straight up, right. you have to be prepared. You're a monster hunter. You have to be prepared for the specific monster you're hunting. Like. The, it, if not, you're not going to succeed. You're going to have a bad right. time. Well, it's a haul, too. Like, uh, oh, against yeah. a really good monster, that's like an hour or something, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you also have a time limit. I, I'm not sure why you have a time limit on that. And, like, I don't know why, honestly, for that. But, no, yeah. There because are there's a monster can... hunter out there that can do it better than you. Yeah. But, yes. no, there are, there are hunts that some have shorter times, but generally, usually between, like, half an hour and, like, an hour. But yeah, and they can take you that long too because you have to track the monster, find it. The monsters aren't squishy either; they'll kick your shit in, and then they have a they bunch don't even of health, have a health bar. You don't even know. How no, no, you have no idea. You have to pay attention to clues. Like, are they limping? Are they, like, what's happening? What, like, what are they doing? Are they running back to their nest? Or, yeah, no. So it's 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 good. It's great. Good, good. I think we should all be ashamed that none of us picked Fortnite Battle Royale. Shut the fuck up. For 2018. <laughs> Shut up. We're moving on to 2019. We're ignoring what you're saying. And we're moving on to 2019. If Michael all of a sudden just like cut out and didn't say anything right there, I'm not telling you why. <laughs> you all one time Logan remember. finally actually edits an episode besides just splicing together. <laughs> and I'm for it, honestly. That'd be funny. Uh, 2019 was one of those years with a lot of a lot of good games. I personally felt like it was a lot of good games that were like, that's good, but. And there's just always like something that got in the way. I disagree with you on one game in particular. I'm sure you can. I know, Logan. I know. (laughs) Go on. We gotta listen to Michael. It's Michael's turn. So my pick, kind of like 2017. I don't think I really played a whole lot of games that came out 2019. But the one that I'm gonna go with is, I guess, probably Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Um. I give a lot of crap to foot about it. Like, oh, it's not that great of a game. I don't really like it so much. It's not Force Unleashed. But um, it was <laughs> Jedi Fallen it's Order. Not, it, it's not Force Unleashed. You're right. <laughs> it's not Force Unleashed even close. It's not a criticism. Um, it's just what it is. <laughs> but, I mean, the story was enjoyable of it. Um, 
you know, you're this Jedi Padawan who survived the Order 66 and you're just trying to make it in the world of the Empire. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's an enjoyable scene. gameplay, but I just kind of what Scott was saying was good games with, like, a butt to it. It's just like, but I just wish, like, there was more Is it force a nice power. Butt? Like, your force powers. I mean, Cal's got an okay butt. <laughs> but, but, uh, <laughs> but, you know, it's just like your force powers, I just feel are really limited. Like, compared yeah. to, I mean, one thing, comparatively to Force Unleashed, but I mean, it's not the force your unleashed. most unique Sorry. one is like you get to like freeze time for a few seconds with the force. That's like your most unique thing. Other than that, I mean, you just have like double jump, push, pull, lightsaber throw. Like, there's nothing like super. And like your push and pull aren't like super strong or anything. No. But uh, I have to. I guess I'd go with that. We want to pick for 2019 just because I haven't played too many of the games that came out that year. It looks really good too, though. Like and it, it runs look, really it well for how cool. good it looks. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't pick Kingdom Hearts three, but I understand why you didn't. I also understand yeah, why I didn't. want to. I thought, yeah. Yeah. Scott, yeah, now I, it disappointed me too what much. What you're going to do now, Scott, yeah. is not pick Kingdom Hearts 3. Go I, on. I know. Oh, no, no. Out of all the games that are <laughs> I good, left it for but Scott. That, is the, that is one of the ugliest butts. <laughs> that is, uh, it is not your a, butt, attractive you, to look your at. It used to be good, and then it was bad. Yeah. That, but I mean, I, I Scott. Donald's ass, though. But I, I digress. Oh, uh, yeah. I remember. Michael's you a furry confirmed. Scott, go on. <laughs> fur, if it's feathers, that's a question for the audience. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, like I said, a lot of eh, a lot of eh this year. Even something like Resident Evil 2. I, I enjoy Resident Evil 2, but it's one of those, like, flat goods, you know? It's just good. It didn't, you know, shock me to my very core. Yeah. But there was one game, and immediately a lot of this was a bit retrospective because I only really returned and like knuckled down in this game uh, within the past six months. I don't remember exactly when. Yeah. Uh, but this was this did win Game of the Year at the Game Awards of its year, and Ooh. I totally agree. I do. I really come around to this game. Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The last thing yeah, FromSoft did before Elden Ring. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I, I think that what took Sekiro a second to really click, why not at first, is because uh, was that it, it takes a very specific style of game compared to others. Like even Bloodborne, that's just like pretty, you know, it, it's action. It's an action game. Uh, there, yeah. There's a certain variety to it that does have this, you know, this role-playing verve to it. And it's style that has a little bit more unique stuff on display. Sekiro just kind of feels, it, you play Sekiro one way, and the yeah. style is just kind of like slightly grotesque, you know, Japan mythology. And that's still yeah. good, but it, it, it is what it is. There's no like two layers about it. You play Sekiro and it is Sekiro. So I think I kind of, you know, bounced off it a bit at first, but I got back into it <clears throat> lately and I love Sekiro so much. It is such a satisfying game to get down. It is a demanding game. It is one of the harder from software games because oh, yeah. it relies on pure mechanical skill more it than really any does. other game they've made, yeah. even Elden Ring now. Yeah, because no, you totally need to, agree. You, yeah, it's not just about dodging out of the way and getting in your own attacks this time. You need to attack and constantly to keep an enemy's uh, to break an enemy's posture. You also need to parry their attacks. You need to know when they'll parry your attacks. You need to know when you can dodge around them because sometimes you do have to dodge. Sometimes you have to jump. You need to make a lot of split second decisions in Sekiro, but you have to be constantly aggressive. Yeah, that is the one unifier. You have to be aggressive. And Scott, if you can't handle its one unique style of gameplay, you will get rolled over. You, like, you need to be good at Sekiro. Who said my name? What's up? And that's the thing, Scott. I was about to bring it up in terms of like rolling and dodging. 
Sekiro is the one FromSoft game where that's like technically yes, it is viable. It is your least efficient option. Hundred percent. Dodging in Sekiro is not good like it's it's really not unless you need to dodge you know like you have to jump over certain weapons or there's some unblockables that you do have to dodge yeah you have to dodge those normal attacks no do not dodge those you'll never (laughs) win (laughs) no you you can you can kind of like chip away but yeah you you need to parry because it's not about emptying an enemy's health it's about breaking their posture so you can get that one good hit Parrying is the end-all, be-all in Sekiro, and if you're not good at parrying, you're not going to have a fun time in Sekiro. That, like, that, that's it. It yep, is the mechanic it. that you need to master, and that is the one thing that you really need to get down. Everything else is like secondary icing on the cake, like, oh, you good at, you're good at that now? Cool. Do you know how to parry? No. Then you don't have the fundamental of the game down, and you're going to have a bad time. That's, that's all it Shadow's is. Shadow's going to die more than once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing, too. The game is uh, technically forgiving compared to other FromSoft 4 games because you can pick yourself up if you die. You can just do that. Uh, If you do it too many times, there will be a... Yeah. If you do it too many times, the world will get angry at you. Some characters will get sick. But there's a commodity that you can use so often that it's not a huge deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, But uh, so it's very specific, and I think that's why I bounced off it at first and why probably quite a few people did. But getting back into it, it is such a satisfying game to master. You see, if yeah. you can keep up with its system, it is just clashing, swords against swords clashing, and just nailing every single attack, right? Like, that, that's the satisfying part of Souls games, right? You, you, after, final, after so many hours, you finally get their attack pattern down, and you react to it perfectly. You dodge everything. You hit everything. In Sekiro, that feeling is, like, doubled, because it is the things you have to do. You have to clash, 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 clash. Dab, yeah, dead. <laughs> uh, it is very satisfying, but I also yeah. came around to appreciate the verticality of the game so much more. Oh, you yeah. can jump. Other games in the Souls esque series is you can't jump, and this leads to so Except many devious secrets. Elden Ring, you can. They learn. It's <laughs> true, but even more than Elden Ring, because you have a grappling hook in Sekiro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there is so much more exploration that you may not be expecting at first. And so many devious secrets combined with the lightning fast gameplay. It is so good. I love Sekiro. Yeah. Not as much as Bloodborne, but it is up there, honestly. Speaking of games that uh, reward just are like the most satisfying thing ever to master. Ooh, here we go. The nice transition. Me. Thank you, me. Nice one, Logan. Bring it home. Bring it to the hoop. Logan hurting his arm by my off. yep there you thank you michael yeah you know it uh <laughs> well now the momentum's all but gone <laughs> Logan just saying now. <laughs> my top pick no contest here devil may well except for sekiro but scott said sekiro uh devil may cry 5 as much as i mm-hmm. like uh, the outer worlds as well like because that was that's pretty fun but devil may cry 5 is way too much fun it's it's too much fun just having just too much just to styling handle. on your enemies, like where Sekiro is like, okay, you pair your enemies, you get them down, you know exactly what they're going to do. And that's what's satisfying about it. What's satisfying about it in Devil May Cry is actually very similar. But instead of learning your enemies' movesets, you, lo- you learn your moveset. You learn your craziest combos, your best combos, not even necessarily your most damaging combos, just your most stylish combos. So you can keep that bar at triple s and your music playing and that's what you do you style on enemies and when you get that combo down when you find that sick ass combo and you're able to pull it off and especially with like 
especially with like Dante, where you have like 15 different weapons and 45 oh different stances and all a bunch of crazy shit going on and DT and Super DT or uh, what the fuck was the what's Super Zin DT? Devil Trigger? Zin Devil Trigger, thank you. Uh, Zin Devil Trigger. It's like there's just something else about it. And then Virgil came out and I, I'm just, I'm, I'm done. Like best. Like I know he came out later, but <laughs> Virgil came out and I love Virgil so much. Virgil's my favorite Devil May Cry character. I fucking love him so much. He's an overpowered piece of shit and I love him. <sighs> and it's that's not about thing killing about Devil... your enemies in Devil May Cry. It is about dunking on them. Yeah, it is. Actually. Yeah. Like, at, yes. And that's the fun. That's the, the one other thing that I appreciate about specifically with like Virgil with Devil May, Devil May Cry. Virgil in lore is like an overpowered, like super, not super good guy, but he's like an overpowered guy that's like super strong. And when they play, when you get to play him, there's so many other games where you're like, oh, you get to play the boss character. Wow, they suck. Like in comparison to what they're able to do in the game. Virgil? No, you can do literally everything he does and he's like, he demolishes. It's like, Honestly, it, he does not suck. No, he doesn't. It's like kind of stupid how good he is. And I love it. I love it so much. Like every iteration in, of Virgil and like every game he's in, he's just like the most OP thing in the world. And I love that they're just like, yeah, we're putting that in your hands now. Have fun. And it's just like, thank you. I will. <laughs> <laughs> I will do that. Oh, and just getting his combos down is so, especially with the judgment cuts, because that has some tight timing. But when I finally got that down, I just, well, just, just, and then comboing with your double. It's sorry, it, I, I will go on forever. I love that game so much. It's so much fun. It cut them off. It's a good one. It's a very good one. <laughs> Great return to form. Yes, it's up there for me too. The only thing that kind of holds it back for me is that I, I felt like the story unraveled a bit at the end. I felt like it pushed a few things too quickly, too many things too quickly. Yeah, but. Other right. than that, yeah. Last one. Duncan Enemies is great. Finish 2020. It off with 2020. 2020. We kind of teased 2020 a bit when we talked about 2021, I think. Yeah. Uh, it, it's an interesting year. A lot of high, high profile games, but among the among the years where it's just kind of like, oh, these were the games of the year, huh? <laughs> yeah. The, the, this was a this was kind of a, a pretty big one kind for of that a one. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, but uh, Michael. Why don't you, uh, why don't my you choice go is ahead. Helltaker, the one, the 15 minute puzzle game that you play and you get uh, girls from hell, and that's the game. That's Logan's choice for sure, 100%. Well, Actually, too right, bad. That's we'll not skip you next time. Right <laughs> go on with your. So, uh, God, I, I was about to have three nickels. Sorry, go on. <laughs> you, uh, Logan, you could have made money. Um, Damn it. So, I have to go. <laughs> I think it's fairly obvious the game that I have to choose. It's going to be the one, be King the only, overcooked all you can eat. I mean, this is your, I know it's a remaster, but I'm going with it. I'm running with it. You get overcooked. No, hang on, one Michael. Was that 2020 or 2022? Or 2021? Uh, according to this, is November 12th, 2020. Uh, it's in 2020. It's in oh. 2020. There we go. Okay, just making Shut sure because we talked we <laughs> talked about this no, it, before. It's okay, it's okay because my Minecraft, yeah, incident. I have to make sure. Wait, it says it released um, on Steam on the twenty third of March, twenty twenty one. Well, Whatever, I think talk about over. Don't want to talk about PS5. Yeah, so it might have released on, on consoles PS5. earlier. All right, well, yeah. we are you about this last time and you convinced me twenty twenty one last time, Logan. So did I? So Sunrise Sunset, you did. Uh, I, I, oh, <laughs> was it? I I don't remember this. 
Whatever. I want to hear about Overcooked. Michael, talk about Overcooked. Overcooked. You got (laughs) one and two remastered 4K visuals, super fast PS5 loading time, and just all the fun of Overcooked. Uh, Cross-playing, I actually didn't realize this right away, but cross-platform multiplayer too. Uh, So if you get those Xbox friends that are like, hey, you don't want to buy a PS5, then uh, you can be like, that's fine. You can still play Overcooked. Don't so worry, yeah, I'll it's, come it's, to it's you. Overcooked. I mean, what more do you have to say? The game is just pure <clears throat> cooking with your buds, and you're throwing food at each other, and you're yelling at each other, and you're crying with each other, and it's just super fun game. The loud and kitchen. That's my <laughs> the loud kitchen. Uh, boy, what is what a spread to pick from here? What do we got here? Last of Us Part Two, Ghost of Tsushima, man. That was what a year. There were quite a few things that uh, there, there were some okay games this year. Doom Eternal was more Doom 2016, which I like, but the the story kind of bought into its own bullshit a bit. There were there were two games that I want to talk about. The first one is the one that I did call my game of the year at the time, uh, and that's Animal Crossing: New Horizons, which is not a game mm. I thought would I would be calling game of the year when I started playing it. Uh, but I realized the more I played it that I really didn't that that was the game I wanted to be game of the year more than anything else, because it it's a it's a very different game. It's like a simulation game. You just go to your island, you meet your neighbors, you, you make your the island your own, you customize it, you add some buildings and some shops. It's a very simple game. It's not like a game that ends. It is a game you just kind of keep playing, checking in with your neighbors uh, and it's very simple. It's not like story heavy. Like the, the closest thing to a story is that you just want to get some guy to come out on your island and just hang out and play music. And that's not even a story. Oh, that's just something that you can do. But I realized why I like Animal Crossing so much is because it, it's simple. It's not like one of those 20 hour like cutscene heavy experiences that trying to make you feel something. No, it's, it's like a, it's such a simple game of simple ingredients. You go, you talk to your neighbors and quite naturally, you build, you know, these relationships with them. They're like, oh, that's my friend. There was a, a villager that left my island once. I'm still thinking about them to this day. I miss Ike so much. <laughs> and I, it wasn't even like a whole story about him or anything like that. No, he's just, you know, a good neighbor building those relationships. Through, it's, it's these little ones and zeros, and I care about them too much. It, it, it built a habit in me. You know, that's not a, a thing that a lot of games do. It just made me, it made me play it, and I wanted to keep playing it. And it's just nice. There's so many, like, mean games this year. It's just nice. Yeah. But I will say that another one that was nominated real quick uh, was Hades by Supergiant Games. Oh, yeah. And having played that since 2020, I didn't play it in 2020, but having played it since, I would probably go that. Hades is so good. Yeah. Uh, it's a roguelike, so every run is randomized. The, uh, the art's pretty great. Uh, the action is fast, frantic. It does have that bit of a roguelike thing to it where it's mostly luck if you're going to win or not, depending yeah. on what you get. Uh, but if you want a game that's really good and has a lot of great dialogue, that game is pouring out dialogue. <laughs> Everything has little conversations attached to it. It is it is great. It's got a lot of personality. I would probably say that's my but, game of the year now. Not then, but now. Yeah. Gotcha. The thing I want to know is what's Logan's game of the year? Tell me real quick. Logan. So yeah. I was going to say... If Cyberpunk launched in a decent state <laughs> in 2020, yeah. probably would have picked that. I've been really yeah. enjoying it so far. Uh, what I've played, I haven't finished it yet, but I have actually been like really enjoying uh, what I've been playing so far. 
Um, it's between the Final Fantasy VII remake and then Ghost of Tsushima. I think Ghost of Tsushima edges out Final Fantasy just a little bit. I really did like it, but there's I'm a as, as I've said before, time and time and again, I'm a huge sucker for aesthetics. And if and if Ghost of Tsushima is anything, it is the most one of the most aesthetically pleasing games I've ever played in my goddamn life. They really leaned heavily into it, and I think it just it's just, it just just so like that that really carries okay, it hard yeah. for me um because there's not a lot of other games that came out this year that i was really impressed by if i had the ability to play half-life alex it would probably be half-life alex but i don't have the ability to play that game so <laughs> in spirit in spirit yes yeah, i'll grant you that ghost of tsushima does have greatest things yes uh, but yeah i if cyberpunk was good at the time or launched good at the time probably that or half-life alex if i was able to play it but the ones that i actually played ghost of tsushima oh, oh my god and that was one episode of fucking <laughs> gaming that we oh god i'm if you made it this far hey i'm so sorry <laughs> did anyone else get the feeling like i don't know if it's just nostalgia which it might be but like going through these years like starting from the or humble beginnings and moving on to more modern times, like just kind of like what happened? Yeah. Oh, yeah. How games have gotten so much worse. Yes, I fucking agree, Scott. That's exactly what yeah. I've been feeling. And yeah, I know we've talked about it a lot before. From, cause, but cause from 2008, like, really, to, from 2008 to sorry, 2007 to 2012, I had so many hard picks for game of the year. Right. And then kind of yeah. after 20, uh, you know, what, I'll be generous and say like 2015. Like after that point, I'm just kind of like. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> right, there were no Buster's years anymore, you know. No, twenty seven, really. two thousand eleven. God, two thousand seven and two thousand eight were <laughs> fuck me, dude. Like those are wow. Jesus Christ. What a time. Yeah, you can kind of see the pivot where gaming took a much more commercial direction. Yeah, it's it's sad, but afterwards, I mean, there's yeah. there are some games keeping it alive, but oh my oh, goodness, yeah. yeah. Before we before we ramble on about. <laughs> How about the trends and how it used to be better in our day? <laughs> Which go we've ahead. done already. Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you for joining us on this very incredibly self-indulgent episode of Chatting with a Fate of Comply. Thank you, Scott and Michael, for joining me. And, yes. and then, uh, Michael, political, go. Okay. Time for the quiz. What does political mean? What's the I definition of uh, What's it mean? It's been 10 years. I forgot what the original question was. I can't answer. Failed. Failure. Failed. Idiot. I wish I could say I was. Everybody, surprised. everybody point and laugh at Michael. Everyone at home, everyone who's still listening. Admonish me, laugh please. At Michael. Yes. And uh, now that the admonishing is out of the way, there we go. <laughs> All right. Perfect. Yeah. So thanks, everybody, for joining us. Hopefully, you will join us again next week. Um, until then, have a great uh, however long it takes you to get to the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Enjoy your linear time, Cuban.